0: What do you think allowed you guys to find offense in so many different ways
1: tonight? Uh, you know, I think we just, uh, we simplified things. We got more pucks to the net. We had bodies at the net. We, uh, we got, you know, when you do that, you get some bounces. And, um, you know, it was nice. Some guys got off uh, some streaks that, uh, like Nick Wah, you know, a couple big goals for us tonight. He'd been snake bit for a while. So, you know, we were due. Some of those guys were due and they went to the right places in order to score.
2: Did you need a game like
1: this tonight, where some of those guys kind of got off the ground yeah, a little bit? Yeah, for sure. We wouldn't, we, we, we you know. We have been losing uh, some one-goal games. We've been losing, uh, you know, games where we've either scored only one or two goals. So this is a, a three-goal league. If you score three, you got a chance to win. And you know, it took us five tonight, but uh, we'll take it. Two two uh, desperate teams going at it out there. Hard fought game.
3: When you saw those power play goals going in, were you getting concerned maybe the two points would go away?
1: Well, yeah, um, you know, I, I think momentum in this uh, game is really important. And, you know, it shifted back and forth uh, from each team at different points all, all, uh, all game. But um, I thought we did a good job down the stretch uh, when it got 5-4 and making sure that they didn't have many good looks.
2: Michael Amadio got his first three-point game tonight. What do you think of his performance?
1: He's done a great job. You know, depth guy. He, he sat for essentially a month in the stands waiting for a chance. And now, with some of the injuries we're dealing with you know, Stone, Paccioretti, Yanmark, got some key guys out of lineup. Martinez, um, you know, we need guys like that. I thought, I thought our, those type of guys for us tonight, Amadio, uh, I thought. Jake and Ronberg, uh, Lucian and Ronberg did a real good job for us. We got some. Coughlin came in, gave us some good minutes. We we got some real good depth contributions.
2: Speaking of injuries,
1: yeah, we saw no McNabb today with Howden injury as well. McNabb too, yeah. Howden injury, yeah. You know, the the list is long, and I start to forget uh, who's on it. So, yeah, you're right. Yeah, all those guys. Okay.
2: It's time for the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now here's Ryan Wallace on the Golden Knights radio network. AAA Insurance postgame show. The Vegas
4: Golden Knights defeat the Anaheim Ducks 5-4. Big two points for the Vegas Golden Knights, 31 21 and 466 points on the year, now in third place in the Pacific Division. And I think you should get used to that. Every single game and every single day where the Golden Knights don't play and people in, and teams in the Pacific Division do play, there's going to be some jostling uh, positioning. Now, what the Golden Knights can do is control what they can control, and what they can control is winning hockey games that they are able to play in, and they get two points tonight against the Anaheim Ducks. You just heard from... Head coach Pete DeBoer, the post-game injury report is brought to you by UMC, the exclusive hospital of the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, Braden McNabb missed tonight's game with an injury. Uh, no update, though, on Braden McNabb when we might see him back in action for the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, Brett Howden out tonight with an injury as well. So uh, you, you look at the list, and you just heard it from Pete DeBoer. The list is long of players out of the lineup right now for the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, it is a long, long list. You've got Mark Stone, Max Pacioretty, Alec Martinez, Braden McNabb, Brett Howden, Matthias Yanmark. I guarantee you I'm missing somebody. But it's that difficult to pinpoint. It's that difficult to nail it all down because, quite frankly, at various points of the season, it's been 3-4, to 4-5, four, four to 5-6. Five, five to six. That's just what it's been like for the Vegas Golden Knights this year. Now, Was tonight's game, as as we talked about with Dan Duval, was it a masterpiece? No, it was not. Was it uh, one of those games where you look back on and you say, you know what, for a team that hasn't been able to score lately, you like the fact that you were able to put five in? Absolutely. do you like the contributions you get from Michael Amadio, from Nick Waugh, in jostling the lineup a little bit? Yeah, for sure. and I think there's something to what Pete DeBoer said like it wasn't a perfect defensive effort by any stretch but I do think when the game was kind of hanging in the balance there in the third period the Golden Knights did a really good job of of limiting uh, the dangerous looks for Anaheim. Now it's not to say that Anaheim didn't have some moments that made you nervous in that third period and I think that that was more a commentary on what is usually with Loren Brassois solid goaltending feeling a little bit shaky tonight Uh, but All that being said, the Golden Knights able to hold on two points, able to find a victory here against the Anaheim Ducks. And really, that's the most important thing coming out of this game. Let's take a look at the highlights in this game. We go back to the first period, and we talked about a couple of things for the Golden Knights. Certainly needed to start well. They didn't, however, because it's Jakob Silverberg opening up the scoring on a fluky goal.
5: Up the right wing goes Silverberg. Into the zone, down into the corner. Sam Steele pushes it around, and it comes in front. They score! Silverberg. And the Ducks take a 1-0 lead, five minutes into the first period.
4: Jakob Silverberg's his fourth of the year, at 4.47 on the first period, makes it 1-0. Anaheim, just three minutes later, Ben Hutton would tie the game for Vegas. Eichel tied up
5: by two Ducks near the right corner. Brendan Gooley, now out in front, Hutton SCORES! The former Duck, Ben Hutton, and the Knights tie it 1-1, seven minutes into the first period.
4: Ben Hutton second of the year for Michael Amadio, and Evgeny Dodonov at seven minutes of the first period, makes it one-to-one, and that is where the game would stay heading into the second period. Second period would start, and the Golden Knights would waste little time getting the lead as Jonathan Marchessault would score to give Vegas a 2-1 lead just 18 seconds in.
5: Zach Whitecloud on defense with Shea Theodore. Braden McNabb missing his first game of the year today. Out in front, Marciusso scores! William Carlson from the trapezoid centers to Marciusso in the left circle, rips it home, and the Knights take a 2-1 lead. There's a goal with the Misfits in the offensive zone, not a transition goal. That time it clicks, and the Knights have their first lead of the day just 18 seconds into the second.
4: Jonathan Marcheseau's 23rd of the year from William Carlson and Riley Smith at 18 seconds of the second period makes it two to one Vegas. The Ducks would answer just over two minutes later as Nick Delorier's point shot would beat Laurent Brossois.
5: Derek Grant in his 11th pro season sends it around the rim, gets it back, right wing shot off the post, off Brossois, out to the near side. Fowler sets up the middle shot, they score! The drive from out high. DeLaurier found himself in the high slot. And he ties the game 2-2, just over two minutes into the second period.
4: Nick Delorie, his fifth of the year from Cam Fowler and Derek Grant at 2.23 of the second period, makes it 2-2. Two two. The Golden Knights would answer right back, however, as Nick Waugh would put a rebound home to restore the lead.
5: Gibson stayed with it. Now Eichel, a right-wing shot, save, rebound, swing and a miss to Donov. Still in the zone. Theodore, one-timer, wide right, rebound, Wah, he scores! He snaps the drought. No goals in his last 15, and he puts the Knights back on top,
4: 3-2. Nick Wah's ninth of the year from Shea Theodore and Zach Whitecloud at 3.49 of the the second period gives Vegas a 3-2 lead. Just three minutes later, Nick Waugh net his second of the game, giving Vegas a two-goal lead. Puck comes out in front. Nicholas Waugh scores! Once again,
5: Nicholas Waugh from just a couple of steps away from the crease. Nick has two goals today, and the Knights have a 4-2 lead.
4: Nick Waugh's 10th of the year from Alex Petrangelo and Michael Amadio at 6 of the second period makes it four to two, Anaheim. Then the Golden Knights will keep the pedal to the floor. It's Michael Amadio finishing off a pretty passing play for his third point of the night.
5: Carrier taps it along for Stevenson. Tries to kick it loose, and he does. Protects it now. Finds Carrier in the slot, back to Stevenson. Closing it, he centers. Amadio scores! Five goals for the Knights, two points for Amadio. Carrier to Stevenson, to Amadio for the goal. Knights up by three, halfway through the second.
4: Michael Amadio's fifth of the year from Chandler Stevenson and Will Carrier. At 944 of the second period, makes it 5-2 Vegas. Then Laurent Brossois would come up with a big-time save on Ryan Getzlaff, our AAA insurance save of the game. Clint
5: Holmes skates in, centers the shot, Brossois comes across and stops Getzlaff. Puck goes out of play.
4: AAA is a proud sponsor of the Vegas Golden Knights, helping you outsmart life on the road and at home with 24-7 roadside assistance, car repair discounts, DMV services, and savings on your home and auto insurance. AAA outsmart life. Late in the period, the Golden Knights up five to two, would get into some penalty trouble, and Trevor Zegris would rip a power play goal to give the, the Ducks some life.
5: Goes back out high again, Drysdale fires blocked, rebound to the right circle, off the post and into the goal. Zegris from deep on the right side. Power play goal for Anaheim.
4: Trevor Zegris, his 15th of the year from Ricard Raquel and Jamie Drysdale at 1838 of the second period, makes it 5-3. Vegas, a power play goal for the Anaheim Ducks. We'd head to the third period, and once again, early on, the Golden Knights would get into some penalty trouble, and the Ducks would make them pay. It's Troy Terry bringing Anaheim to within one.
5: As the Ducks get in front, score on the backhand. Deep on the right side, a little flick of the wrist, and it's another power play goal for the Ducks. Troy Terry, the all-star, inside the right post. It's a one-goal game. The Ducks have scored two on the power play to make this one very interesting with 13-20 to go.
4: Troy Terry, his 28th of the year from Cam Fowler and Kevin Shattenkirk at 6.39 in the third period, made it 5-4 Vegas power play goal, another one for the Ducks. The Golden Knights, they would get into a bit of a rhythm defending. They were able to take away most of the middle of the ice from the Anaheim Ducks. And what would end up happening would be the Anaheim Ducks would pull their goaltender. They would look for the, uh, the equalizer. They wouldn't get it. And all that was left in this game was the final call. Three seconds.
5: Broken up by White Cloud. He clears it. And this one's over. The Knights survive the Ducks. Win it 5-4. to four. A two goal game for Nicholas Watt, a three point game for Michael Amadio, and a win for Lauren ProSwat.
4: Five to four, the final score. The Vegas Golden Knights defeat the Anaheim Ducks. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show. Presented by Dollar Loan Center, this is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network.
2: We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Post Game Show, presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace.
4: Triple-A Insurance Post Game Show, live from Parkway Tavern. Inside the district, the Vegas Golden Knights defeat the Anaheim Ducks 5-4, the final score 31-21-4. 66 points on the year for the Vegas Golden Knights for the moment, for the time being, in third place in the Pacific Division. A solid, Solid offensive output from the Vegas Golden Knights. That's kind of where I'm going to leave it. 35 shots to 24, uh, the Golden Knights get the edge there. High danger chances though at 5-on-5 five 7-5 five, to five in favor of the Anaheim Ducks So a couple of things The Golden Knights were able to keep an opponent at 5-on-5 five five To under 10 High danger chances or less That's positive uh, Golden Knights pretty fortunate Pretty lucky in terms of, of Generating the offense that they did But you know to Kind of their credit they went to the dirty areas They went to the hard areas to score Nick Waugh's two goals coming off of rebounds right in front I mean those are the types of plays that you need to kind of jumpstart your offense I thought the Golden Knights ability to create offense from their zone pressure was a welcome change and I think the the unpredictability of what the Golden Knights were going to do because you kind of moved around the lines you changed some things around it worked Jack Eichel was not as much perimeter in this game as he had been the last couple of games with Chandler Stevenson on his wing and I think that that's just introducing a player like Nick Law that's going to go to the front of the net, that's going to bang, that's going to have kind of that worker-like mentality on the top line. So I liked what I saw out of that line. I, I, I always like what I see out of the Misfits uh, and I think for the Golden Knights now it's just about building. You've got to find a way to build on this and you know again I was trying to get greedy tonight. I was asking for, calling for, hoping for, wishing for, waiting for a power play goal. It didn't come, but I think we're starting to see the signs of where the Golden Knights are going to go right now. I understand the long game. I understand balance. I get all that. Balance is fine when things are working out in your favor. But when it's not working, forget about balance. Who cares about balance? Jack Eichel, put him out on the, on the ice for the full two minutes. Just do it. Just do it. The Golden Knights went in that direction. I think that you make a switch between Petrangelo and Theodore. You keep Eichel with the Misfits, and a power play goal is coming for the Vegas Golden Knights. Sue. We're back to wrap it up next on the extended po- on the AAA Insurance post game show presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network
2: we're back to the vegas golden knights post game show presented by AAA insurance now here's your host ryan wallace
4: triple a insurance post game show the vegas golden knights defeat the anaheim ducks five to four the final score from honda center in anaheim tonight's game recap is brought to you by universal windows and solar and for the golden knights they ran a hole early a fluky goal one that you don't see Lorraine brossois give up too often it's it's really not even a shot on goal Like when you, you, you know, kind of break it all down, right? It's it's just Jakob Silverberg throwing a puck to the front of the net. It bounces off Rossois' pad and goes in, and all of a sudden the Golden Knights are behind the eight ball. you got to press a bit for offense. And fortunately, they were able to string together a couple of good ozone shifts and pull the puck from the wall to the slot to Ben Hutton, and he's able to find the equalizer for the Vegas Golden Knights. So to get out of the first period tied at one, and then the explosion happens. Then the Golden Knights go off for four goals, four goals in the second period. You're talking about a team that has had trouble scoring three goals in a game over their last four or five outings. You get four goals in the third period. You gotta make that, you gotta make that hold up in this game, and then you know, you you give credit, right, to the Anaheim Ducks. They, They kept hanging around. They kept finding ways, and you know, a lot of it was because the Golden Knights put a, a very potent Anaheim Duck power play into a position where they could impact the game. And while you don't necessarily like how close this one was, I think there's merit in closing the game out. I think there's merit in getting your offensive mojo back at least a little bit. And I think for the Golden Knights, you, you just try to build on this one. And, and I don't mean you build on the offensive game you build on on trying to string together two or three wins obviously you want all that but you try to try to build on the chemistry that you built in this game the good feeling that you have coming out of this game scoring five goals against a, a premier goaltender in the league in john gibson so for me it's all about building build 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 that's what the golden knights are going to need to do over the next couple of games and they've got opponents on the docket where they should be able to build. Of course, the Golden Knights are next in action on Sunday, a 5 o'clock puck drop against the Ottawa Senators from T-Mobile Arena. That's when we will chat with you next. That's when the Golden Knights will get back in action and hopefully turn a win into a win streak with another one on Sunday against Ottawa. That's going to do it for me here on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show. Extended Post Game Show is next, presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the
2: Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. Thanks for listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network Post Game Show, presented by AAA Insurance. Our local coverage continues next with game highlights, interviews, and your phone calls at 702 876 1340. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. It's the Extended Vegas Golden Knights Post Game Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Let your voice be heard by calling in at 702-876-1340. Now here's your host, Ryan Wallace.
4: Extended Post Game Show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. 5-4, the final score, the Vegas Golden Knights defeat the Anaheim Ducks. Vegas 31-21-4. and four on the year, 66 points, back into third place in the Pacific Division. And just get used to that, everybody. Get used to third place, second wild card out of the playoff picture, third place, second place, second wild card out of the playoff picture. Like you're gonna see a lot of different configurations in the standings over the next seven and a half, eight weeks of the season. It's just the reality of the situation. And that is why I've cautioned everybody, and I'll caution everybody again and again and again until I'm blue in the face. Don't react to everything on a one-game basis. Just don't do it. Don't do it. Look at the trends over three to five games. Look at how the Golden Knights are playing. Look at the results that they're getting. And then look at kind of where that average is of over those three to five games. Where do they find themselves in the standings? Because if you look at it every single night, it's going to drive you absolutely bonkers. 702-876-1340 is the number 702-876-1340 say it again 702-876-1340 it's your post game show you're going to want to call in and talk about goals because why well we haven't been able to talk about a lot of goals lately we haven't been able to Three point night for Michael Amadio who is the best player on the ice for the Vegas Golden Knights there's a lot of different directions that we can go with this here so 702-876-1340 give me a call let's talk We'll head out to the phone lines and we'll bring in Stephanie first. Hey, Stephanie, how you doing?
0: I'm doing good. How are you doing, Ryan?
4: Uh, you know, I am well. How? Uh, how? So, in your estimation tonight, best player on the ice for the Golden Knights, who was it?
0: Oh, I don't know. I mean, it's hard to say because it depends on what period you look into, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like they... I mean, everybody was great in the second, but, um, you know, just wow really, it was nice to see him scoring again, um, and it was nice to see uh, him up there and Eichel making plays with him and getting that done, um, but Amadio is a three-point game, like, you can't dismiss that. He worked very hard in a spot that, you know, he's one that has moved in and out of the lineup, but... He proved tonight when he's in there he's willing to work and, and do what he needs to do to help the team out.
4: Yeah, I, I think Michael Amadio to me is, is kind of the guy that stood out maybe a little bit more than everybody else. Uh, you get a three-point night. You get a nice goal, just kind of the play, finishing it off, everything in and around the goal. Uh, I thought Amadio was, was on fire and fantastic in all three periods for the Vegas Golden Knights.
0: Yeah, and I wanted to say... Um, That third period, I think, really highlighted uh, just how much it hurts to not have McNabb, and then also, not that we've had him recently, but (laughs) Martinez just missing those really, you know, stalwart stay-at-home defensemen that are that you know there to try to lock down the game at the end when it's like that. It's rough. And again, he was the last player that we had that had been in every game, so he was out. More revolving doors.
4: Yeah, you know, you're, you're right on the money there, Stephanie, with a, a revolving door, and it certainly feels like that. Thank you for the call. I, listen, you look at the Golden Knights, and and frankly, like, this is a team that has missed depth on the blue line all year long. You, you mentioned the fact that this is just they haven't had Alec Martinez for the better part of the year. You, you're missing Braden McNabb in tonight's game. Uh, you, you, you're fortunate that you've got Zach Whitecloud back in the fold, but uh, yeah, I'm right there with you. Like uh, This is a game in which I, I think it probably doesn't get to 5-4 if you've got some of your your stay-at-home defenders or, or the guys that you rely on, you count on right in uh, penalty kill situations, but by and large I think that down the stretch in the third period, the Golden Knights did a good job of defending when they needed to, where they had to, and, and limiting the, the chances for the Ducks, and you know to be honest like the ducks got back into this game because of the power play they, because they have such a good power play uh you can't give them opportunities the the discipline for the golden knights went away a bit at the end of the second into the third period uh but you know for me like I'll, I'll i'll take this win all day long because the golden knights scored five goals and that's really what i was looking for going into this one it's what i was calling for what i was hoping for and that's what we got from vegas is the number. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Mike. Hey, Mike, you weren't first.
3: (laughs) A little slow on the trigger tonight, but excited to report about a two-point game, and those are so, so, so important. I don't care who they're against. We've got, obviously, a huge road trip coming up, and of the next six games, five of them will be against teams not in the playoffs currently, so let's get well, let's get healthier, Let's get some points, put them up on the board and let the chips fall where they may. You realize that in spite of not having any defensive people to step up, like Stephanie just pointed out, we didn't have that defensive backup tonight. We still held them scoreless for the final 13 minutes of the game. And the VGK didn't score for the last half of the game. That's a pretty good, that's pretty uh, impressive, I think.
4: Yeah, you know, I... I thought defensively this was an interesting one because I I generally don't feel like the Golden Knights defended poorly. I I feel like there were moments within the game where, you know, Vegas' details got away from them. They certainly didn't get as many saves as they probably should have. But at the same time, uh, the Anaheim Ducks hit three additional posts. So, like, it it was just kind of one of those games where high danger chances weren't equating to goals they were just goals happening all over the ice Uh, but i do think that there's merit in what you're talking about mike in in that the golden knights defended well down the stretch and and that's when they needed to defend well and that's what earned them two
3: points and and we have to stay positive about sunday because now we're going to play the east and that's all we're going to play for the next week and a half and Ottawa is, is not going to just roll over, come in here and play dead. Obviously, they have to be beaten just like San Jose uh, was and Anaheim was. It, it doesn't change anything except to say, when you get two points and everybody else in the division is playing, you uh, you realize that it doesn't matter really who you get them against. And that's what I'm excited about. also. Uh, do you have any idea who might travel with the BGK on this next trip from the injured reserve?
4: Yeah, I, no clue yet, Mike. Um, I think that, that comes maybe uh, once we get some availability on Sunday from, from Pete DeBoer. He, he talked a little bit briefly after the game about Braden McNabb and, and Brett Howden uh, both missing tonight's game with an injury, but um, I, I, I don't get the sense that Max Pacioretty is particularly close. Uh, could that change between now and when the Golden Knights leave for the, for the road trip? It could, uh, but uh, there's, just, there's no real information or updates from the, the coaching staff from the Golden Knights on, on who would or wouldn't be available.
3: Well, while we won't talk about the hits, because they're not significant, when you're winning, they're never significant, but we will talk about the power play. I know you'll want to dwell on that just a little bit, but you've got to start going on the power play, period. Yeah,
4: I I agree, Mike, and and thank you for the call. I I think today was kind of that first first break in, in the water where... The golden knights tried something different they loaded up with eichel and the misfits and petrangelo and i mean we're talking about like minute 45 second shifts for jack eichel i think what you're going to see moving forward for the vegas golden knights is eichel with the misfits and two minute shifts for jack eichel on the power play like he stays out until they score essentially and and i think dan duva and gary lawless they're right on the money Throw Shea Theodore over the boards with Eichel and the Misfits and see if they can create some magic and give them full license for two minutes of power play time until they get the job done. 702 876 1340 is the number. Let's head out to the phone lines. Bring in Stephanie number two. Hey, Stephanie number two, how are you?
6: I'm doing good. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing well. Good. So I'm going back to your question earlier about who is the standout player. Yeah. Um And I think the fact that there really wasn't a standout player shows how, you know, the switching up of the lines was effective.
4: Yeah, it was a pretty balanced attack from the Golden Knights, and I think the changes that were made by Pete DeBoer uh, ended up kind of jump-starting everything. It, it was balanced for sure. Um, I, I liked Amadio's game. I liked Wah, I, I liked what Wah brought to the table with Eichel. I think those two to just work together, uh, but yeah, I mean, I think it, it was uh, it was a coaching win, maybe more than anything else, because of the changes made by head coach Pete Bowler.
6: Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I think we've been harping on it for a few games now, so I'm glad they finally listened to us. Yes. Um, but I also did kind of want to talk about Law, Um yeah. where I didn't I didn't think he was the best Golden Knight on the ice. But you know, it's not the how you affect you know what goal how the goal goes in. It's how you react to the goal. And, you know, he was a little shaky after that first wonky goal, but I think he, you know, found his rhythm and groove there towards, you know, the latter half of the game and had, came in and had some really, really big, good saves for us.
4: You know, it's interesting, and and I'm glad you brought it up because within within a game, right, like, you always want your goaltender to go out there and get a shutout. You want him to look incredibly solid in every situation, but sometimes the game just isn't there for the goalie, right? Like. They're uncomfortable, or they're off their angles, they're just not feeling it. But what you need from your goalie in those situations where the game is, is more difficult, or it's just not there, is key moments, key situations in a game, you need a save. And, and it doesn't matter if it looks good, it doesn't matter if it passes the eye test, you just need a save. And there were a couple of moments in tonight's game when the Golden Knights were up, that they needed a save and they got it from Loren Brossois. Even though he was fighting it tonight, those are the keys between winning and losing.
6: Yes, absolutely. I mean, it, it wasn't a perfect game. I think you know the process is there. Um, we still have a few uh, guys. we uh, can't even talk tonight. We have a few um, eyes to dot and teeth to cross, but I yep. think this hopefully opens the floodgates to more of our players um, breaking our streak, and we can get some other guys scoring some points here soon
4: yeah you know what great observation stephanie thank you for the call i'm right there with you you hope that this is the building block for what's to come for the golden knights and not more of the same of just being in and out wins and losses alternating for vegas you hope right now that they can go on a little bit of a run we're back with more of your calls next on the extended postgame show fox sports las vegas
2: Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. The Golden Knights
4: defeat the Anaheim Ducks 5 to 4. The final score from Honda Center. Vegas back in the win column 31 21 4. 66 points on the year. Third in the Pacific Division. Three to five game chunks. That's all I'm saying. Three to five game chunks. That's how you should judge the Golden Knights. But now until the end of the year and maybe don't maybe don't worry too much about the standings. And like I believe me, I f- I fully understand how radical of an idea that is, but it's gonna change and it's gonna fluctuate every single day. Every single day. If the Golden Knights do what they need to do, they take care of their games, they'll be fine. But you're gonna go bonkers if you if you focus in every single day, every single time. There's movement and changes in the standings. It's, it's going to be a long seven weeks to play out the rest of the regular season. That's all I'm saying. Just a little bit of friendly advice. Three to five game chunks. Look at the process. I only said process once, now twice. Process, process, process. But for me, like, three to five game chunks. Don't pay too close of attention to the standings in so far as obsessing over them on a day to day basis. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Rita. Hey Rita, how you doing?
3: Oh, well, forewarning, I'm a little tipsy. My Twitter people know this. <laughs> I don't usually drink. Yes. Yeah, well you know you check the standings every day. That's just gonna happen. Oh sorry. I I think I'm still on seven second delay, aren't I?
4: Let's hope, Chapman. <laughs>
3: Okay, well, first off, I'm so glad we got the win. Yeah. I really am. But now we're going to go back to your little three to five game, whatever. Yeah. Let's talk about the damn power fight. Sure. I'm sorry. There's only one answer fire spot. And I'm not apologizing this time. I did that last time, and he won a couple of games, and I said, I oh, was sorry. And then we went back to this.
4: Yeah, you know, Rita, thank you for the call. Um, you know, I. My stance doesn't really change here. Like Again, I I understand the frustration with the power play. I really do. You saw a change, you saw a tweak to the power play tonight for the Golden Knights. Uh, Pete DeBoer after the game against Boston said, you can't hide from the fact, you can't really go in any real different direction. This team needs a power play goal. So, you know, obviously something needed to change and there was a change tonight. It was Jack Eichel with the Misfits and with Alex Petrangelo. And I think Jack got kind of licensed to stay out as long as he needed to to find a goal, stay out as long as he needed to, to create. And as much as I know what I'm about to say isn't going to sit well, there needs to be a little bit of patience for Jack Eichel and the Misfits to find something there on the power play. Puck movement was good. Uh, I think the next domino that needs to drop here or the next the next thing that has to happen on the power play is you have to designate someone to shoot the puck whether that be Jonathan or whether that be Jack Eichel it doesn't really matter who it is but it needs to be somebody and they need to just work for shots because what you saw tonight from the Golden Knights on the power play was a collective of guys trying to pass the puck into the net and when you're doing that you're not going to score you're just not but I do think maybe we give it a game or two two or three perhaps with this new configuration of loading up the power play before we get uh, really really antsy about it and i'm not to say like that's not to say that you're not warranted for being frustrated i think everybody's warranted to be frustrated um you know but for me like you you also take a look at what's what's out of the lineup for the golden knights and i'm not saying this to make excuses i'm saying this to point to the simple fact that If Max Pacioretty and Mark Stone were healthy, they would be on the top unit power play with Jack Eichel. So you're judging an incomplete power play, essentially, and making big decisions or wanting big decisions or big changes to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it should happen. That's my opinion. That's my thought. Um, I think there's enough talent for the Golden Knights to, to, to figure it out, to work on it. But I think now they have the license to go out there and load up top unit best players to find that goal let's give them a couple of games and see if they're able to find one that's all I ask that's 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 me trying to 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 look for a little bit more patience because I know that I've been asking for it I know the team's been asking for it everyone's been asking for it let's just give Jack Eichel and the Misfits a little bit of time that's all I ask let's head back out of the phone lines bring in Fernando hey Fernando how you doing?
3: okay, Ryan. Yeah, I, I agree with you with your statements about the power play. Um, tonight we had um, good energy and um, got a good win tonight. And all around, we um, blocked um, 16 um, shots. Uh, so our defense played pretty good. Um, I'm making the center of um, Carlson. I mean, he only has seven goals on the season, and um, hopefully he'll break um, out of this fog or slump, whatever you want to call it um hopefully um still we'll, on um, breakthrough um, and um but that's about it buddy um i'm looking forward to sunday
4: yeah you know what me too fernando thank you for the call um yeah i, I mean i think you you probably want more production from william carlson i, I think that that's no real secret we talked about it on the uh, on the insider show today we talked about it on the pre-game show like at some point William Carlson's going to find the back of the net and he's going to go on a bit of a, of a run and that's just kind of how it's been throughout his career especially here with the Vegas Golden Knights but uh, you, you need one to go and, and my guess is if you're able to get one from Carlson on the power play maybe the floodgates open up a little bit but you know, again you take the win, you take the five goals you take the offensive explosion and you hope that you can roll that into the next game against Ottawa Let's head back out to the phone lines bring in Lou, hey Lou how you doing?
7: And how's it going, buddy?
4: Oh, I'm doing well, bud.
7: Hey, um, you know, you, know you, and I, you and I and Darren talked about it on Monday when I visited with you guys for a little bit. I didn't think the San Jose game was going to be a get-go game. That wasn't. Um, literally, after watching the Boston game. And tonight is a nice game. But this stretch they've got coming up with Ottawa back home and then the five games on the road, that's a tough swing. But like I was talking to you guys about the other day on Monday, I think that getting back to a normal schedule is gonna do a lot of good and it's gonna just cure a lot of the problems that they have right now by just getting back to a true NHL schedule.
4: Yeah, I, I don't disagree with you at all, Lou. I, I think that the the rhythm of the season is something that's real and, and players depend on it. And you know, I think the fact that the Golden Knights were able to get right back out there after a disappointing effort last night. and and had a chance to kind of answer and atone for that, led to five goals in in this effort and, you know, led to the Golden Knights showing uh, some improvement in the offensive game, so yeah, I I think you're spot on, I think you're right, like the more this team can play, right now the better, because they were completely taken out of a rhythm, and that's not something you want in the middle of a playoff race.
7: Absolutely, and and, you know, Ryan, you know as well as I do even going back to you, Austin, when you get to go on a road trip Even as a kid, there's just something special about that, and even in the NHL where they're playing 82 games, getting away from home, not around the house, doing nothing all day, going to practice, going back home, just getting into that mundane routine is not good for the team. Getting away from it and and bonding again as a unit, away from the family, away from all the normal things that you live with every day is definitely a good thing.
4: Yeah, you know what, Lou, spot on. As always, thank you for the call. Uh, I couldn't agree more. Golden Knights getting out on the road. It's going to be a really good opportunity for them to just simplify the game. They've been fantastic this year on the road, and I think they're going to find some success over the next six or so games and maybe go on a bit of a run here. We're back to wrap it up next on the Extended Post Game Show, Fox Sports Las Vegas.
2: Back to your calls on the Extended Vegas Golden Knights Post Game Show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Wrapping it up here on the extended post-game show,
4: Fox Sports Las Vegas. The Golden Knights defeat the Anaheim Ducks five to four. The final from Honda Center in Anaheim, Vegas goes on the road, gets a win, 31-21 and four on the year, 66 points for the Vegas Golden Knights in third place now in the Pacific Division. And you know, top to bottom, not a perfect game, not a masterpiece by any stretch, but the Golden Knights find five when they needed to find a game in which they scored some goals. So yeah, you take that. You're going to take the good out of this one you're going to hope that it's a building block for vegas the rest of the way and you hope that they can turn it into a streak when they take on the ottawa senators on sunday at five o'clock thanks to jed Donaldson down here making sure everything sounds fantastic thanks to chris chapman back in the studio for keeping me on the air and thanks to you our listeners and our callers it's your post game show it's not as much fun without you we will chat with you on sunday right here on fox sports
2: las vegas Thanks for listening to the extended Golden Knights post-game show on Fox Sports Radio ninety-eight point nine FM at thirteen forty AM. Your home for the Vegas Golden Knights. Have a good night and drive safe.